This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina. And I'm Sky. And it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. Like, yo, we have really been going through something. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't really realize in our everyday lives we decide to see the people around us or to see the people yeah. we love or, like, even to see our coworkers. Yeah. Like, we're go- we've been going through something where we have no choice. Yeah. It's, it's really, wi- really, really wild to be doing this right now. Because <laughs> I've been following the rules, you know? Like, I yeah. really haven't been seeing friends and family. Right. And lockdown's been so strange. Um, but to be able to sit back in this and, and know we're diving in, I'm excited. I know. Yeah. So today's episode is about loneliness. And we felt it was so fitting for today because... We've all been alone for like the last two to three months. Mm -hmm. And some of us have learned that we love it. (laughs) We love to be alone. Yeah. And some of us are are learning that we love to be with other people. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you realize that you're both of those people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one day you might be like, I love this. And then the next day you're like, I'm miserable. Yeah. Like, damn, I wish I could just go out to eat with my friends for one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange having so many restrictions. And, you know, I I always say one of the things I say in life is um, there are no rules, just laws. Right. So when my mom's like, you know, and you're always breaking the rules and doing things your own way. And didn't they ask you to do it like this? I'm like, Mom, there are no rules, just laws. Right. And I always just do whatever I want because I have the freedom to usually do it. But right now it's literally a law. You know what I mean? To live a certain lifestyle. And so especially for people like me who are just like we love just being free. It's like, wait, okay, we usually live our lives in a way freer way. This feels like lockdown down you know and we love to just make our own decisions yeah like I love to make my own decision yeah like I'm that person who's like oh okay that's what you think Mm, let me think about it right I'm not just like yeah okay like I love that let's you know like I love to just be like oh that's really cool but I think I'm gonna do it this way well to just have that freedom to do it differently being taken is like we're all on the same playing field which is humbling and kind of interesting you know what I mean I do like seeing people have reflection because of that but um we're all in the same boat it doesn't matter how much money you have you gotta follow the rules man everyone has to follow the rules you know and so it's even crazy though to see how long we've been in this and you know to hear all the stories that we've heard it's interesting to see that some people Some people either just don't care Mm -hmm. 
or some people just love freedom that much. Yes. It's yes. hard. It's hard to decide. Like, yeah. Should we be like them? Should we be wanting to go to the beach? I, but you know what? I don't think people like us can be like that because we are really, really empathetic and we're really, really um, considerate of other people. And so it's like right. we're, we're missing the hell out of all of our routines and right. our friends, but we know it would, it would never sit right on our spirit if we didn't take this serious <laughs> and somebody else was affected. So right. I think that's like any decent human being should have a level of being empathetic. And mm-hmm. so that's my issue I have with people protesting and whatever is it's like, you're literally exposing everyone you love to this and mm-hmm. come on, you know? And, and, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't take it that serious at first. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like probably a flu, this, that, this, that. And it kept getting scarier. Yeah. You can have no signs. You could this, her grandmother thought she was fine and died the next day. It's just like, what? Yeah. And it wasn't until somebody had posted that they buried their grandma on FaceTime. And I was oh like, oh my God, you can't even go mourn. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, this time is so heavy and so hard for so many people. And the most, most of us are just like, oh yeah, time at home. This sucks. I'm bored. People are burying their grandmas on FaceTime. I know. You know, there's like, been like, we were just talking about this last night. Like there's just been so much loss. Yeah. 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 And like, people who are still in their own worlds just don't care enough, you know? And I don't want to be one of those people. It's yeah. harder to feel for other people. It's exhausting. You feel people's pain so strongly. But I'm like, I can't imagine not being able to connect to another human being's experience. Like, right. I don't, I have no right. desire to do that. So where you're literally like, I'm on this earth for me. Immune. Immune to anybody else's problems is like a really scary type of human being. And I've I've come across them where it's just like, no, and that's seriously. really sad, but this is what I want to do. I'm like, oh, wow, you really hate people. Okay, got it. You know, but it's, it's something else to hear. I was talking to somebody and they were being um, really reckless during the pandemic. And um, I looked at them and I said, nobody in your family's died from this, huh? Because I was like, because you don't care. Oh, no, 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 that's not it. I said, I'm sure if somebody close to you was struggling, I said, do you care? And mm-hmm. it was silence. Because it's like, it's like people who drive drunk. Oh, no, I'm not going to get in a crash. Like, it can't be me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks it can ever be them. Oh, I'm not going to get caught cheating. It ain't never going to be me. Does it, does it also just come with responsibility, though? Like, like do we feel responsible and some people don't, don't some feel people responsible? Some people don't give a shit. You know, it's it's like certain people really, they're like, I'm not doing anything that wrong. I don't care. If I spread it to somebody else, whatever. Like some people really just no. I don't care. I don't know if it's responsibility. I, not, I don't know if I it's- I do not want to come across that type no, of person. Some people really do not care. And it's just like for the entire world to be put on pause, we're either not being told something mm-hmm. or this is really big mm-hmm. because- too many big bosses mm-hmm. are losing their money mm-hmm. now. It's not just affecting the small businesses or the hoods or whatever, where they're like, oh, we can let it slide. It's just people of color. No, 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 no. Everybody's <laughs> losing their money right now. So do you get how deep that is? You know what I'm saying? For the biggest CEOs to be like, ooh. No, yeah. but but the biggest CEO of them all right now yeah. is making the most money. I know. That's was, but we're not trying to get ourselves killed. So. Yeah. <laughs> We 
keep going on to the no, next No, but topic. for real, it's like, you know, this was the world stopped. So it yeah. says a lot if somebody's like, mm, I don't think it's yeah. that deep. Okay, well, clearly it didn't affect you close enough. And guess what? That's the way karma works, is taking shit lightly and then getting a lesson that you yeah. should have taken it deeper. See, and for me, I live with healthcare workers. My yeah. mom's a nurse and so is her husband. Yeah. So every day when they leave to go to the hospitals, yeah. I'm just like, I've just heard so many cases about nurses just going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like I just, I just pray. Like I pray that if we, if any of us had it, we got through it. Mm-hmm. Or, or, and I pray that if one of us gets it, mm-hmm. we're able, to, you know, to to combat it and yeah. and beat it. But health is no joke, man. I've been taking a lot of herbs, and so I think I've been keeping my system pretty high, but. It's, it's humbled a lot of people. It's humbled a lot of people when wealthy people are passing from this and you're like, wait, this yeah. is targeting everybody. This does not have, you know, a I feel list like, of who it wants to attack. I feel like that's also what triggered my, like, need and want for this topic in general for this episode is because I put myself in my grandma's shoes. Mm. And, like... You know, I, I I don't know if I told you directly, but I, I've said it. I think I tweeted it or something. And I said, my grandma keeps talking about how one day she has to go. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she'll be telling me a story or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so. And they and I told them, you know, one day I have to go. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah why like why like why why do you have to remind us Mm. but in knowing that she's even saying those words yeah this time apart from her is i for me Mm -hmm. it's hard but i can't even imagine imagine how an 86 year old woman feels Like, here you go. I just got through my day's cry early this morning, and here she goes. The dangerous, empathetic women back on the run. (laughs) Seriously, though, you know? God. That must, that must feel so lonely. Yeah. I mean, one thing I'm loving to see is a lot of people stepping up for elders, like, in their building. I see a lot of commercials Mm -hmm. about apps of, like, they're really afraid right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So can you help drop off some groceries or whatever? It's it's bringing out a side of humanity, but there's still just the facts that a lot of people are by themselves, like even right. if they're healthy. And, right. and to think of somebody lonely at that age is, yeah, it's hard. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> oh goodness, I am not ready for today. <laughs> It's been too emotional. We might have to cry and turn our backs to each other, act like it never happened, never bring it up again, and then end the episode. Oh, my God. The world has just been so... A lot. A lot, exactly. It's been so a lot. The world has been so a lot. <laughs> but so when when was the first time that you feel you understood what loneliness is? My first memory of feeling it, I don't know if I could, like in in retrospect, I think that was my first time feeling it. I don't think in that moment I processed what the feeling was, but the first time I'm like, what was that feeling? 
I think was when my mom was giving birth to my little brother Mm -hmm. and Sierra and I were stuck at home and it was the first time mom was not accessible. Like mom wasn't there when we were home. So we felt so lonely because it was like, call mom, call mom. She's in the hospital. She had a C-section. So she had to stay in the hospital. So it was like, where's my mom? You know, um, that was the first time I can, (laughs) that was the first time I can remember my sister being two years older holding me what are we doing what are we doing it's it's the weed must be the weed um wow yeah the weed was like today you're gonna tell the truth about everything okay don't fight it no i'm done i'm like weed yo (laughs) i didn't sign up for this baby what did I smoke? Literally, the weed is Ooh. is socking us out right yeah, now. Yeah, but I remember my sister being like the big, big sis who was just holding me as I was crying. Really? Like, where's mom? She's having the baby. I want mom here. Like, I just, that was the what? first time I felt like sadness, loneliness, like just a heaviness and, and a lack of somebody's presence. Um, but as far as really processing real loneliness i think i think it was taken to a new level after my breakup because of course Mm -hmm. um but i don't know i think beyond lonely i remember a lot of times being sad or angry or craving distance Mm. but because i've always had so many people in my life a lot of the time i'll crave distance before feeling lonely Mm -hmm. you know um Unless it's a deep, deep type of loneliness, which we'll get into. Do you remember either of your parents ever missing one another? Missing each other? Yeah. Um, not that I can't. My, my parents are, are very, they were very good at being adults in front of the kids, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. So like both really classy and like quiet and keeps their business on the low. Well, so I, I didn't see a lot. Yeah. No, they're both really mature, you know? So I can't really remember wow. seeing like low moments of my parents, which I really com- commend them for, you know yeah. what I mean? I have friends who are like, yeah, I'd see my parents, you know, my dad wasted or this or that. Like my parents always really kept an adult face. And so I didn't really know a lot of their business. Like I could snoop and piece stuff together, but both really classy private people. Whoa, that was crazy. I know, I know, I know. I'm like so emotional. The microphone right now. is tingling, and I just this is grew me a so... new toe. I think I have a new toe because something crazy Why just happened. Why are we so in here. emotional in here? I yeah. cannot. It's just so deep to think about that too. Now that I'm an adult and know how hard it is to make others not worry. I can't even imagine like keeping such a good anytime they were going through something. It's funny though, because I think about this all the time. Yeah. Like Like, how did I not know your struggles as a kid? You really I think about it all the time. Wow. Like that's crazy. There's not a week that goes by where I don't think like about this is really unpacking. I know. It's going to be an emotional day. Do we want to go this deep? (laughs) This is when we need a producer to be like, hey, ladies, move forward. (laughs) That's what we're like. I think I've poured all of my life life secrets to strangers. No, like I. I always think about my parents' love. Wow. Always. Wow. Wow. Like, it never, 
This wow. is crazy. This is crazy. This is beautiful. I'm listening in awe. This is such a real ass podcast. I think people don't realize like, go ahead and grab a tissue. No, no, I need to. Yeah, this is like, Let me to... Go get me a yeah, get you a tissue. It's like to even know of a love that makes you that emotional, I think is insane. But you guys have to understand on this podcast, like we really dive in and share our stories um, selflessly and shit gets real, you know, we're human beings and our biggest goal is that by doing this podcast and sharing our stories, like you guys are really able to tap into so many emotions that feel scary, you know, or overwhelming and being able to discuss things through your emotions. I know. You know? It's like we really want people to, to work through the emotions versus the the trim, trim, you know, delete that portion of it and then let's let's just get a quick transition. It's like, no, let's see every moment, you know? But if you can get through it, what what makes you emotional about it? Like a positive, like, wow, what a strong love. Wow. She's nodding yes. I know. She's like, they'll see the video. She no. nodded yes. That's beautiful. I'm just, I just, I have to gather myself, but no, like, I just always wonder how my dad could get so distracted wow. from such a powerful love. A powerful love. Wow. I think about that all the time. Wow. That's And if I think about it all the time, I know they do. Yeah. Yeah. And that is loneliness. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Like they both they were with each other for 20 22 years. Mm. And like I came from them. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure they think about that like often too. Yeah. Like this is what we made. Like- right now. <laughs> right now. I've been doing good with no tears. This is what we made. Yo. <sighs> like my mom lives with me. Yeah. She sees it. Yeah. Like she's like she's well, we your lived, life's work. Period. We and yeah. and like we lived in a one bedroom apartment until I was until I moved out and moved in with Mark at 22, 23. A one bedroom apartment, like in the same room, all of us sleeping. And I wow. ne- and I and I never thought beyond that. Wow. Never. Like I was like, this is perfect. Wow. And then I move in with Mark and he lives in downtown and he has the city view and he has a two bedroom. He has his bedroom and he has a studio everywhere he goes. He always has to have a studio. So I was like, that's when it started to like open my minds. Like mm-hmm. you, you should have a bedroom and then you should have like a passion room. A space for creativity. Yeah. Like... Wow. And my dad never had that. My dad never had that. My mom never had that. Like, they never had their own space. So I feel like together, it was so hard for them to grow. 
they made the perfect love. Like they were one for each other, but they're, they're, they grew, but their mm-hmm. steps were really small rather mm-hmm. than big because of course my mom had me at 16. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have much time to dream. She didn't have much time to go out. Yeah. Like she was, she was, I was five when she was 21. Wow. Wow. That's, it's like, you know, the age and the math, but when you hear certain numbers and you think about what we were doing on our 21st birthday. With a five-year-old. With a five-year-old. So imagine how much life she missed out on. So I just I just think about it all the time, like the good stuff and the bad stuff. I'm just like, I just, you know, I even just think about them separately. Like my dad was such a huge force in my life that mm-hmm. I just, every day I pray for his safety mm-hmm. and for his health because I want Umi to know him. Yeah. I, I really, really do. Yeah. My mom's young still. So I don't really worry about her as much. But my dad, I think about him every day. And, I, and, and you know, this is kind of going to correlate these two stories. But I think about his loneliness. And I think back to when I was a child. From when I was six till I was 12. So for six years, I had lovebirds. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe like three or four years in, the boy one died. So I feel like lovebirds are expected to live like eight or eight to like 12 years, mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, and she, the girl one, mm-hmm. she died soon after. And I remember feeling as a kid, like that was the first moment I understood loneliness was when my parents told me and they like mapped out to me that when someone or something is lonely enough, its heart can't take it. And I was like, so that's what loneliness is? So so I think about my dad and I think about his health Mm -hmm. and I think about my parents' love. Yeah. And I, I pray mm-hmm. that wherever he is, as lonely as he may be, because that's obviously one space in his heart that he'll never be able to fulfill again. Yeah. I hope that the love that he's receiving yeah. is even half as good. Mm. And I just think like, uh, I pray not yeah. to be in that position yeah. Once I'm his age. Yeah. I I think loneliness, I don't know, you made an interesting point that I think loneliness hits harder the older you get. Mm-hmm. You know? Kid loneliness is one thing. Like me missing my mom giving birth for four days was just me being used to my mom being all, always being there. Lonely after a breakup, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then lonely after you are married, maybe have some kids, then get divorced, and then it's like, that's a different... Oh you know, it's, after living with someone for yeah. twenty plus years, yeah. having to ha- having to forget their habits and their ways, yeah. and loneliness. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> whenever I think of w- what sparked my loneliness, it was feeling um, 
which I know we wanted to discuss later, misunderstood. It's like, I felt my loneliest after my breakup, feeling like this person understands me and knows me like the back of their hand, and then hanging out with guys who didn't really know me, and just seeing like, you know nothing about me, you don't understand me, I don't feel a spark, am I ever gonna feel a spark again? loneliness so Mm -hmm. by feeling like you don't get me you don't get me it's lonelier to be surrounded by people who don't get you Mm -hmm. than be by yourself dating is really really hard dating is so hard and you know even through going through a breakup my empathy for people who have been divorced for people who have been together 10 years in breakup I mean we were seven years and it I felt like I was dying yeah you know um I felt a a part of me, a a part of my hope, a part of my faith for relationships, for marriage, all of that. I felt a part of that die. Um, So yeah, I I think loneliness, and then to get even deeper, oh, this is going to make me cry. There's a different loneliness when somebody's passed away. Because you can't fix it. You can't. Like right now, I'm sad, but I hope that one day a lot of healing can be done with anybody I dated and Mm -hmm. we'd be able to be like, it was all love. It was all love. God bless you. And we still have the chance because they're alive. When somebody passes away, I think that is, I don't even know if loneliness covers that, you know? I I can't even think about, I can't even think about that feeling of, because at the at worst comes to worst, anybody who's still alive, you could make it right. Right. You right. know? But when you literally don't have that chance or you ended on a bad note or... Even even if you find out it was a friend. Yeah. That you yeah. talk to every so often. Yeah. But you guys were cool. Mm-hmm. You guys seen each other every now and then. You know, like, mm-hmm. even someone in, like, a close enough proximity, mm-hmm. you're like damn, I'm never going to see him again. It's a different kind of loneliness. Yeah. I, I don't even know if loneliness does that feeling justice. That feeling of never again, you know? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah. I think that's a different kind of pain that um, I can't even imagine because it's like when parents are burying their kids or whatever. I literally felt like I was dying after a breakup mm-hmm. and he was alive. Mm-hmm. So it's just, man, thinking about that. That's what I think when I think of like warriors, I'm like people who have just been through fire yeah. and just make it look effortless, you know? People have really been, I mean, that's what I think about my grandma. Like she's lost so many, she lost her first son. Mm-hmm. She's lost, she lost her first husband, my grandpa, Yeah, who she had, not 10 kids with like she's she's seen so much loss she lost her parents her siblings yeah so i just i just also just think so much about the women who have lost you know someone Mm -hmm. or even even men like right now a big thing is like black women not surviving after giving birth and the men who have to take in i mean it's not taking in their child but the men who have to do it on their own yeah like does the natural instinct kick in like ours does like 
I think about that so much. Like, I, I don't know. No, when you really start to process blessings and you see just like that, that we can't even relate is such a blessing. You know right. what I mean? Like, my God, like I, 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 when I see just certain things that humble me, like, wow, I'm so blessed. Like to never have had complications like that, to never know what it's like that, you know, this many surgeries at that age just yeah. to stay alive it's like we are so blessed to yeah. even have our health and i think all of that ties into like having like worldly pandemic and whatever like we are all so blessed we could do our part mm-hmm. you know and man just thinking about that like it's we to not be able to relate to a level of pain is really a blessing even like when you see people who are on the streets yeah and like my grandma, mm-hmm. she enjoys being on the streets, but she knows what it's like to have a home too. Mm-hmm. Does she miss that? Right. I think about that all the time too. Yeah. Cause <laughs> if she does, then that's a different kind of loneliness yeah. that we could never, Yeah. we could never feel. <laughs> the amount of stories no it it blows my mind you know when you talk about certain things because it's like you like you remind me of like Nina Simone like there's like such like a pain to her art you know and you you casually say so many things that people don't even realize like you know you've dealt with in your life and it's mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you just say it so casually because yeah. it's just like you're like yeah like my grandma she's on the streets like yeah that's hard you know yeah. it's hard to process a lot that you've been through but it's like it's so crazy that you found a way to share your stories with the world and to like use that pain for art it's crazy, it's crazy. too because whenever I look up like my chart mm-hmm. anywhere Mm-hmm. Like if I am on astrology.com or whatever, yeah, it always or even time passages. I mentioned this before, but um, my one of my favorite apps is Time Passages, and you can just like put in your info, and it it um, goes into detail about every single one of your signs okay. in a way that I have never read before. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you challenge yourself to think or question, whoa, what does this mean? What do, what does my life have in store or what have I been through? Wow. So whenever I read these apps or these sites or whatever, um, it always says, gonna be a writer. Mm-hmm. And that freaks me out because I'm like, what? Yeah. Of all words that could be used, yeah. why a writer? Yeah. It's, it's, we were born with purpose. Like, it's like, I mean, we discussed this, you know, in a later episode, but we really believe that like names breathe life. Mm -hmm. Um, We are really designed with purpose. And Mm -hmm. the things that, you know, people may be annoyed by or think is is not, uh, it's not really up to par. That could be what we make our living off of. Right. Like, I'm sure there's many people who met me and was like, she's so annoying, but my personality <laughs> is how I eat, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like everything is already written when we're yeah. born, and it's a decision to tap into that yeah. and um, a decision to do research on who you are. 
and to decide what you want to adopt, you know, and what you want to get rid of. But um, we were already designed, all of us. You I know? know. That's why when you're a kid, your personality is so similar to who you are as an adult. Because I know. you were made that way. I know. You know? Um, I know. I couldn't be something else if I tried. I you know? know. Like, I even think about it with Umi. Like, whenever I read any of his charts, he has an Aries moon. Yeah. It always says he's going to be a hothead. And I'm like, oh, oh no, like, what did I do to deserve? <laughs> I'm not a hothead. But Mark says that he was a hothead growing up. Wow. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, charts are terrifying. I know. The stuff you send me, I'm like, oh, here, here she go. It's like. <laughs> Virgo, very observant from a distance. I'm like, okay, all right, hold on, slow down. Like, I don't know. But I know there's some people who really don't believe in that. And I'm like, empower to you. I find it educational. I feel like I'm like doing a PhD on myself or something. Like I'm getting a master's No, I've read people, their charts sometimes, like certain parts in their chart. This is is the most interesting one. I'll read someone pieces of their chart because they want to re- they want me to read it to them yeah oh for anybody listening who doesn't know what we're talking about a chart is an astrology chart like a birth chart a birth chart yeah mm-hmm. so um but it's all about like signs and and uh with where the stars were lined up when you were born the kind of characteristics that it says you will have right so that's what a, a chart is and to figure that out you have to know your exact birthday exact time exact um basically hospital that you were born in yeah. because you have to know the exact city, city. or county yeah. right and so um what was i saying you said you read somebody their chart oh i was re- i sometimes i read people their chart yeah and as i'm reading their chart mm-hmm. i'm getting like a giggle out of it because i'm like he, yes this is accurate <laughs> and then they're like I don't, I don't think that. I don't think so. No, I don't Especially think. when it's negative. Have you experienced that? It's like, it says you're a little insecure and you struggle with being confident in your work, but at the end of the day, you have a cocky demeanor to cover that up. Do you relate? <laughs> nah, nah, I don't relate to that. I'm like, hmm, I agree, you little insecure man. Uh, but no, it is, we are designed, you know, we'll get back on topic in a second, but we are designed with purpose. And I think astrology is a cool way to just look into, um, a lot of characteristics. Your name. I did some research on my name recently and I was blown away. Um, so, yes. But we're diving back into loneliness because we could do this all day. This is what <laughs> happens with us. We forget the mics are on. We overshare. We look at each other and we're like, shit. Unpack. Are we unpacking? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we're back. So what makes you feel the most fulfilled when you're alone? And you don't mean like a person. No. <laughs> Okay, so something that is not a person that that brings me fulfillment when I'm alone. Uh, I would say cutting on a movie is great because you get other voices and you kind of feel less alone. Mm -hmm. Um, I do tend to stress eat when I'm lonely. (laughs) So I would like for it to be tasty if I'm going to do something (laughs) bad. Uh, So when I'm very lonely, I'm like, I'm going to order a salmon plate with a side of cheesecake. Like, I just go crazy, you know? Uh, I'm like, oh, food. Now I just want to throw up. Life sucks. Uh, So it never really fixes anything. I would say more so putting on something that makes me laugh. A good funny show Mm. will make me feel less lonely. Uh, And, yeah, and, and then I eat. But the eating never feels better. It's just something I do. 
when I'm lonely, but it never fixes it, but I still do it. It's a very bad habit, but movies and TV lifts my spirits. What about working? Working, yeah, I rarely feel lonely because if anything, my work requires me to be around so many personalities. But I mean like when you're at home. What do you mean? Like if you're at home and Oh, working on something at home. Yeah. No, it's still very, because it's reading lines. So it's just me in my head versus, you know, communicating with people at the office or, you know, like it's just still me in my head working on my craft. So working doesn't do anything for me. Maybe painting, um, painting and washing, watching TV, (laughs) watching the TV, (laughs) painting and watching TV uh, help lift my loneliness. Okay. Okay. What about you? Um, She's like, I have a fiance, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> Just no, no, for me, for me, it's working. <laughs> working. Okay. Like, I love, I love to write in a place of loneliness. Because you're Nina Simone. <laughs> we have uh, Billie Holiday in the building right now. She's like, I love to work from a place of pain. No, but for real, like if I'm really happy and satisfied, like I feel no, I feel no need to write. See, I go from, I can never write about happiness and satisfaction, but then I can jump to gratitude and then I get emotional again and can write, you know, (laughs) like when I'm very, very happy, I'm like, God, I just really appreciate my dad, (laughs) my dad. My dad's always been there for me and my dad, you know, it's like when I'm happy, it just turns into gratitude and then I still get emotional. I can always find a way to cry is what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, no, but that's interesting. So writing, but of course, because you're that type of artist. Is there anything else? Like, does food make you feel better? Mm -mm. Maybe, maybe working out. Working out. Yeah. Like whenever, when from the moments that I've felt lonely, um, which basically skips to the next question, have you ever been in a relationship and been lonely? Mm-hmm. Whenever I've been lonely when I was with Mark, like while he was on tour or if he was doing um, really long nights mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. um, I dived into work. Wow. And it won't even really be about my loneliness. Like it could be about anything, but just to fulfill that space, I'm like, let me, let me just go right. Do you agree that you feel less lonely when there's an expiration date on it? Like when you know after Friday I won't be lonely because he'll be back. Like, do you do you find it easier to snap no. out of that feeling? No, or having I feel a deadline. Heavier. Really? Yes. Like if he, I'm if- such a Virgo. Having a deadline <laughs> makes me make it logical. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll only be lonely till Tuesday. Tuesday's not that bad. Really? Okay. So there's so th- this is like two scenarios. Um, there's been times when he's wanted to surprise me. Mm-hmm. So he's come back sooner than he said he would. Yeah. And he'd pop up and I'd be like, wait, what? I thought you were coming home on Monday, not Saturday. And yeah. he's like, so because I didn't know when he was coming, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to the final phase of loneliness mm-hmm. because there's been times when I've known exactly when he was coming, exactly when his flight was landing, mm-hmm. 6 a.m. in the morning, come pick me up. That night before that you have to sleep by yourself. Really? That is a different type of lonely. Really? (laughs) See, you know what's so interesting is is I was long distance for three and a half, four years. So it gave us so much hope. 
to like the night mm. before. Like for me, like my perspective was like tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Like I couldn't sleep, but it wasn't <laughs> loneliness. It was such a pure excitement and joy. Like, especially if it was the night before like a, tr- a plane yeah. to meet them. Like it was just like, this excitement for me i yeah the night before was always just this explosion of like excitement and joy it's funny because yesterday mark was saying um was it yesterday it was like yesterday or the day before yeah he was saying i or i was telling him do you remember when i used to drive from north hollywood to downtown to see you and he was like trying to think about it and i was like the traffic was never that this bad like the traffic was so easy. I would drive and I'd get there in like 25, 30 minutes. This is five years ago. Yeah. So in the course of five years, LA has overpopulated even more. But so he was like, dang, like I forgot that there was a period of time where we didn't live together. Yeah. And so because we've lived together for five years, when he leaves, I'm just like, wow. Cause of the time. Yeah. That's a long Cause time. Because you're just so used to like having that person there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Getting used to having a person there is the worst <laughs> feeling for me. Oh, everything is temporary. Oh. <laughs> Heal me, Jesus. Damn. Thinking about living with somebody, that's a whole... We might have to do an episode on that. You know? Learning somebody's love language, living together. Wow. Oh, my God. That'll yes. make me cry. Yeah. Moving forward as she licks her finger to turn the page. Uh, <clears throat> oh, we have... Wait, what? This is a... I want to I wanna ask you the next okay. one. Okay, go. Oh, I just thought of one, too. Um... Describe a time that somebody's presence made you feel lonely or lonelier by somebody being added to the equation. I remember I was talking to this guy once Mm -hmm. and I was in between relationships. Okay. So between my last one and my current one, Okay. So I was single for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, in between this time, I don't I don't know how many guys I talked to, but I never liked anyone. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> know that feeling. Yeah. So so uh, asterisk mark. Um, <laughs> a different kind of loneliness. Um. <laughs> I just, I remember I would drive to him and it was a long drive. I would go through the canyons on uh, Coldwater all the way to Beverly Hills. And I just remember driving through the mountains and I was like, I don't even know if I really like this person. Mm. But I'm I'm making the effort for an obvious reason you know what I mean like Mm. I was making effort Mm -hmm. and I really didn't need to Mm. so that kind of reflection makes you feel lonely in that moment while I'm while I'm there I feel lonely like I did all this and I and I still feel lonely (laughs) (laughs) yeah like because 
when you're i feel like when you're i don't like you enough yeah that's what it is yeah when you so this is this is what's interesting about it after you get out of a relationship Mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay you know i'm back out here let me just test the waters let me see what's out there you know like (laughs) let me see what's out there and then you start to realize what's out there and you're like yo like Dudes are like the scene yeah. ain't nothing hot. Like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. It ain't nothing out here. Mm-mm. So you get to a point where you're like, I'm the catch. Yeah. You get to that. Yeah. Cause at first it was like, okay, let me see what's out here. You know, let me let me vibe with somebody. Like you're not carrying yourself in the way that makes you feel like, yo, I'm the catch. Like I'm right. not chasing you. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so I definitely, I got to a point where, and I say this all the time, like, I was not going to have sex with anybody. Yeah. Like, that was my... (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you, girl. (laughs) Like, that was my one promise to myself. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not effing any of these <laughs> i'm not doing it unless i'm claiming you i'm not doing wow. it i can't say that from the past but yeah. wow once i in between once i got to a point of like lame 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 yeah i was just like i would think myself into a position of like imagine if i'd had i'd yeah. i'd be so embarrassed yeah. of life. <laughs> Couple bodies I'm gonna take to the grave. Word to Kilani. Thank you so much. Okay, let's uh, let's yeah. Uh, she's like, and I'm so glad I kept my flowers so safe, you know, and didn't give none of these niggas my flower. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here like, you know, like I said, take a couple bodies to the grave. No, um, I'm just doing a voice because I'm nervous about answering this question. <laughs> I figure if I get off subject enough, you won't go, what about you? Um, this episode is just really I heavy. I know. I don't know. We didn't think it'd be this happy. Yeah, this no. Heavy. Oh, man. Okay. We're just going to get it over with. Um, the time that I've been lonely by somebody's presence being added um, was I went to a friend's birthday party. And it was in a bar and it was for, you know, one of my cool white homegirls. And so it was, you know, a really hip scene and, you know, just looked like a episode of 90210, like this Mm -hmm. nice bar. And she's like, hey, girl, thanks for coming for my birthday. I'm like, you know, I love you, girl, of course. She's like, a couple of my friends are coming. You know, the first girl arrives with her boyfriend. I'm like, okay, nice to meet you, nice (laughs) to meet you. Then another girl arrives with her girlfriend. I'm like... Hey, hi, nice to meet you guys. Watching them just like head over fucking heels, you know? And it's my homegirl whose birthday and the two couples. Right. And um, this entire night ended up sparking one of my favorite poems I ever wrote. But um, it was like I've never felt lonelier in my life being sandwiched in between two people who were madly in love. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like this is so unbearable after a breakup, you know? Like, yeah. it was just, like, watching them, I couldn't even be present because I was like, wow, she is so in awe of her. Whoa, the way he looks at her. Like, it was a loneliness, and I think what made it lonelier was, like, 
you know, when I would go dancing, you know, with my ex, he'd be like, whatever, we had a rough day, let's go dancing. We'd go to these kind of bars mm -hmm. and they'd be playing, yeah, oh yeah, and all yeah. these old songs that I would never dance to in a million years anywhere else. But there, it was like the greatest fucking party on earth. Yeah. And so the loneliness kicked in double time when I'm like, it's not that I, it's not that I don't like this venue or right. don't want to be here. I'm like, I just, it's different with different people, you know? Mm -hmm. And like that type of loneliness of knowing if only you were here, I'd have a ball. I know. Like, I know. you know, that kind of loneliness where you're just like one person could fix this whole thing. Even like. And no one else feels like that. I know. You know? Because there's guys. Even when you're in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that nobody else feels like them. No. None. It's like. You think about it too because it's lonelier mm -hmm. at another layer when people are professing that they want to give, you know, this a go and like I care about you mm. and this and that and you feel nothing, yeah. but you know what it's like to feel everything. Yeah. So you're just like, this is a hollow ass feeling. <laughs> you know, this is a low when a guy's like, I just want to give it a shot and you're like, oh, I don't I'm want that even, light. I'm not even here right now. Yeah, know. You know, and you think about, I know what it's like to just look at somebody and my heart explode. That's a different type of I know. loneliness. I think once you've tasted real fucking love, loneliness just expands on a whole new level. Because you know what it's like to only want somebody's presence. So when you cannot have that person, loneliness is like, once goes up like <laughs> 10 levels, man. Anyway. Oh my God. Man, this episode. <laughs> Hey, I know. I'm just like, what did we? Must be the weed. Oh, shit. What's the next question? I'm ready to get this thing over with, honey. You done cracked open the walnut and it's just. Oh. Geez. Have you ever felt lonely in a full room? Yes, that night. Well, a lot of times. I feel lonely if I'm at an event and I don't know anyone. Then I feel mm -hmm. like. And I don't know if it's mixtures of like embarrassment, lonely mm -hmm. and feeling out of yeah. like out of the click. I don't know what it is, but I feel very lonely at events where it's and like it's, time to mingle. I know. And it sucks to like have to fake like you're not. Yeah. No, like, I get so insecure at events. I'm like, oh, hello, excuse me. Can I get a gin and tonic? Oh, excuse me, honey. Oh, no problem. I just feel like everyone knows each other but me. Yeah. Um, so events bring out a different type of loneliness and anxiety for me. I yeah. know. Yeah. I know. I would say the same, but like events in like a social place. Yes. With like friends. Yes. You just start looking around at all your friends yeah. and you're like, I want to go home. Yeah. But I don't want to offend anyone. That was like the get together I had at my house. I'm like, you all should disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like you. I don't think I like you anymore. Wait, what the hell are you doing here? Like that when you want everybody the fuck out of your house? Yeah. Because they're not even feeling good. And it's, that's lonely and it's in a full deep, fucking room. It's deep though, because before then you wanted a full room. Yes. You yeah. wanted a full, you didn't want it to be empty. For the for the aesthetic, though, once you tap in, you're like, you're all accessories in this room. Get out. I don't need any more accent pieces. You know, like, you need, like, people, not just yeah. bodies. Yeah. Just, you know, that's a different type of loneliness when somebody is just crowding your space and you want them 
out and you're just like this oh none of you get me get the hell out this is lonely and that's <sighs> why dates are the worst who are you telling <laughs> They are so horrible. Like, especially I know within three minutes if I'm going to like you or not. Three minutes. So a guy will be like, that was an awesome first date. Three minutes in, I'm like, oh, baby, you're never going to see me again. I hate to let you know this. But like that loneliness of like, will I ever find love again? Because this is looking miserable, you know, like. That's a different type of loneliness where you're like, wow. There's uh, nothing out here. Is my husband born yet? Or am I going to have to be 60 and marrying a fucking 27-year-old? Where are... (laughs) What do you think of that? Um, Yeah, that's a different type of loneliness is to be on a bad date. Because you start thinking about great dates. And you start thinking about people you miss. I start thinking about all the men who did me foul on a good... On a bad date. I'd be like... Miss the way he used to say, get out of my face, big head. Oh, I miss him so much. Oh, I miss his stupid little accent. Oh, I wish I could text him. I'm so lonely. Oh, I miss the way he boom, boom, bam, you know? I be thinking about all my toxic booze when I'm on a bad date. I start to get to reminiscing like, oof, I love when he ignored me. Sexy ass. At least he hit me back three times. At least he hit me back, honey. Yeah, he still wanted me. I left him all red. Mm -hmm. I missed that nigga. Um, Anyway, let me me stop. We did need a little giggle, y'all. You know it was getting heavy. I know some of y'all are tired of us. (laughs) Some of them are like, well, you buzzkill bitches, I'm out. Don't leave a bad review. I promise next episode will not be this bad. We, We cried, but we did laugh a little. So just give me a little check mark for that. Anyway, um... What do you listen to when you are lonely? What do I listen to? When I'm lonely, <laughs> I need a good sing. I need to sing. Even though I okay. can't sing, I need to sing, okay? <laughs> I need I need it all the way turned up while I'm in the shower. Okay. So I can sing every okay. single ad lib. I don't okay. sing the whole song, but I'd be in the background with it. I can imagine you really just getting up, up like, <laughs> oh, I want to dance with somebody. Like, I could just really, I could. Wait, did I, did I send you that video of Umi? Was he dancing to that? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. Maybe. I know. I don't think I did. Okay. You I did it. I did it. You're going to freak out that you even just said Are that. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. I can't wait. Um, no, I could totally see you doing that. I feel like you like up being uplifted and like yeah. something that feels good. Yeah. Um, with you knowing me well, do you want to guess? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> She's going to start in the very, very sad, depressed stage. She needs something she can sing and cry to. Very good. And then it's going to end. No, no, no. This is the middle section. The middle section is gospel because now she thinks now she thinks she's gotten through it. And then the third section is she got to listen to bad bitch music. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. 
Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you have a friend who knows you that fucking good, she said, start real sad, hit the gospel, and end with shaking your ass. And that is the key to me healing. Wow, Raina, I could cry. That was emotional. I don't know. You touched me. <laughs> you touched me. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if my man of seven years knew that about me. Wow. Okay. Uh, can we pray? Um, let me take a fucking breather. This bitch said phase one. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would have been happy just with cry music or gospel. And you went and just did extra credit. You're an A plus bitch. And I'm thrilled to be doing this with you. Wow. I'm wow. I'm going to preserve. There's like a tear. It's sitting in this region. <laughs> I'm going to save my cry for later, though. Um, <laughs> wow. To have a friend who knows you that well. I'm, my, somebody told me I'm a coward, so I go into voices whenever I'm feeling a real emotion. And obviously right now, I can't process that somebody knows me that well. So I'm crying. just going to do a voice. Um, I don't know if there's anything else to say after no, that. No, I think that's it. I think that's it. That I think was we can tie it up here. I know, I know. This um, was a crazy episode. I came up with a challenge. You came up with um, a challenge? Okay. Yes. I think a challenge is, which is funny after this. Yeah, we should end like this. Create a comforting playlist for when you feel lonely or sad. Mm. Um, and whatever that is to you, as long as it makes you feel better or gets out the cry, create a playlist. Um... I have one on my phone that just makes me feel like I can unwind, but it's not really targeted for loneliness. So I'm going to take this challenge. It's more so just sad. Yeah, I'm going to do it, too. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So that's our challenge. Um, We have really had an ups and down episode, but I hope you guys see that we keep this unfiltered. We keep it raw. We keep it honest. And sometimes we talk about things that are hard and um, it wouldn't be fair to just polish everything and just make everything perfect so that we sounded um, perfect and put all together because in the first place that's not even what we're standing for with this podcast so we appreciate you guys listening and feeling and crying and laughing with us um, this has been another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back I'm Sky and I'm Raina and we will see you guys soon make sure you check out our Instagram alright alright see you next episode thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at unpack and bounce back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.